<laughs> Would you look at that, Chet? Look at that. It only took twice. Hey. It only took two times this time. We're getting better. Getting better. Getting Progress. better every fucking week. I tell you what. Moving I tell you what. Mm. Oh, I don't know if you saw the news, but on uh, our on our Twitter page, uh-huh. uh, your segment got approved by the people. Ah, shit. <laughs> Chet in the box, baby. Ah, all right. What was, what was the vote tally at? In a stunning turnout, Chet. Uh-huh. 80% of the people approved Chet in the Box. God damn. All right. The people have spoken. Yeah. They want me to eat shitty food. And in honor of that, I went and tried the, the chicken chalupa thing. What'd you think? I thought it was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, like, I could feel my arteries clogging. Oh, yeah. I mean, you kind of knew that was going to happen. Yeah, that's true. I'm not going to I'm not gonna sit here in front like <laughs> yeah. I didn't know it was going to happen. Yeah. But the issue was, I thought there wasn't enough beef in it. But wasn't it? It's like it's it's a taco, right? And yeah. So they they take they basically what it looks like they've done to me. If I'm going to paint a word picture for you at home, is they took a chicken fillet, rested it across like like an A frame. Basically, they took a fillet and put it on an A frame, and then bat or battered it prior to putting it on the air. Well, but you know what I'm getting at. You and then they that. fried it in place. Yeah. And then they put things in that and then give it to you Mm -hmm. but the issue was there was no a-frame for my chicken chalupa it looked like it was just folded in half interesting i mean maybe it's because i went to the um the cantina so their food's supposed to be like slightly higher quality because mine turned out pretty well like it, it held up pretty good you know it wasn't there was there were no structural issues had some decent content in there I, all I remember, I took the first bite and looked in the center of it, and I just saw tomato. Huh. And I was like, where's the beef, dog? And then so I took another bite. I where's the, where's, where the fuck is the beef, dog? I don't think there's supposed to be beef in it. I think it's like, yo, you, you're replacing tortilla with chicken, and we're replacing chicken with nothing. Oh. Yeah, you're basically getting less sense. of a... You're getting fewer ingredients by going this route doesn't sound like it's worth it to me chat it's pure novelty yeah although i'm gonna say like some of the novelty things they've done like the dorito locos tacos actually pretty good that's probably my favorite thing that they've done i preferred the uh cool ranch to the nacho one i did not try the cool ranch because i have a uh, strict rule of going to taco bell once every five years <laughs> anything above that is just <laughs> Just too much. That's a bad rule, Chet. It's it's done me pretty well so far. Well, we'll find out in there, the long run. There were dark times in my life when I was going to Taco Bell once a month, twice a month even. It was ridiculous. I go to Taco Bell maybe once every two or three months. And it's because sometimes when I drink, I get the hankering. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. Like That's the, the only time I ever really go out to fast food is when it's late at night nothing else is open i'm usually while intoxicated not strictly though uh and i've already eaten mexican food that day so i can't just roll up to berto's and get myself a california burrito because i don't want to 
but there's a McDonald's across the street. I'm like, gross. Eh. I haven't had McDonald's in years. It is literally the closest thing to my place. I know so, exactly what you're talking yeah. about too. <laughs> so like, it's not even a five minute walk. It's straight up like, as soon as you leave my driveway, there's a McDonald's. Sometimes brother wants a McFlurry. I'm just saying. <sighs> Fucking A. Oh, I, I hear that that sinister rustling. That's the sound of Jimmy's being rustled. My Jimmy's. I I, I I got nothing to follow that up with. I've so of course there's a subreddit reddit.com slash r slash real nerd hours. I encourage you to subscribe. Reddit.com slash r slash real nerd hours. Hit that subscribe. There you go. Uh please please do. You're you're indirectly helping us out. And yeah, spread the good word. Yeah. I mean, it's a good time. It's a good time. Yeah. As noted by one user named Null Reference, who decided to leave a quick dating tip for me. Oh. Hey, just a friendly dating tip. It might sound strange, but girls will be more interested if you're a guy who can go skating, who can go to a skating rink without falling down six times in a single night. <laughs> They're weird that way. Yeah. Yeah. Very strange. Maybe start with sliding around the rink in your socks and then work your way up to big boy skates. <laughs> I know it's a bit embarrassing, but not as much as falling down six times in a single night. Well, how many of those were actually had witnesses? Probably about two. Yeah, that's not so bad. Two yeah. times. Yeah. Come on. That's acceptable. Got to fall down in private, baby. Yeah. Don't, let ever, don't ever let them see you bleed. Yeah, very true. Though now that I think of it, you could probably make a killing out of Vertigo support group. God damn. You'd be a god to them. God damn. Well, f- well, fuck me, right? Right. And those are the kind of nice ribbings that you can give to give to young Denzel out here uh, when you decide to get on the subreddit. Yeah. And as far as that goes, that man is dead to me. <laughs> dude, when I first read that, dude, I was fucking crying. I was fucking crying in my seat. Not out out of laughter. It was pure tears of bitterness. This is is the last time I share anything with you guys. (laughs) You went on to Reddit and he made (laughs) Right, dude. Fucking fucking Christ. Okay, so the next one comes from Insanity Keep. I. No, doesn't ring a bell. I mean, he's posted before. I've seen the name around. Okay. He asks, uh, what do we do for a midday disconnect? When you work all day in the office, sometimes you need a de- When you work all day in the office, mm-hmm. sometimes you need to DC from the work computer and get out. Uh, some people at lunch or break go for a walk, smoke, or coffee. But what else is there to do? Sometimes I BS with a coworker on the way to coffee, but it's not always enough. I know some people hit the gym. But that's not in my, or that's, I know some people hit the gym, but that's out of my price range for local workplace gyms. What do you do, Chet? Well, that's an interesting thing because I am really good at disconnecting from work. Like as soon as I leave that building, I do not give a fuck. And that includes during my lunch break. Like I am not thinking about work at all as soon as i step out the building unless i'm actually with coworkers, then we end up talking about work even though we're trying to actively avoid it it is always happens so if you're having issues with 
mentally checking out once you leave the workplace, I would say just find something to do. It doesn't matter what it is. I don't know if you live near or if you work near a park or um, if if there's like, I don't know, shit, even a, like a dive bar that you can go to. You don't have to drink, but just like go and just chill somewhere that has nothing to do with your work. Maybe a bookstore or a library, something like that would also be something good just to kill time. Just find something else to occupy yourself that has nothing to do with your work is my suggestion. You know, for me personally, I don't disconnect from work. What ends up happening or when I leave from work, I do. But for the most part, what I do when I go to work in California, there is something that you can do that's like a lunch waiver, essentially saying that you won't sue the company if you don't get a lunch. Yeah. And so I sign that. And what I do is I walk into work, work eight hours straight, and then I get the fuck out of there. Right. So you just skip the break altogether. Exactly. I, w- I will take the 215s or the 115 sure. or whatever the fuck it is. And I'll go outside and vape because I don't smoke. I vape because I'm an asshole. Vape niche. Vape niche, baby. You can't see it, but I'm holding up the symbol. <laughs> and so... What I would normally do where I used to work in like a high stress environment, what I would do is I would literally leave work and go get a beer or five and then come back. Sometimes <laughs> suddenly you're all chill. Yeah, I would, I would chill the fuck out, man. And in the latter half of those days where I used to work, it was super slow. Everything was extremely busy in the morning up until maybe like one or two in the afternoon. And then I could leave. And then get wasted and then come back to work. I don't encourage you doing that if you yeah. want to keep your job. Yeah. But I, uh, what else did I do? Like sometimes I would just go sit in a park. There was, there, there was a little like, at the old building that I used to work at, there was a little uh, hospital nearby. And they had like a relaxation area for oh, yeah, that's always handy. soothing music and you could sit around. Yeah. Or I would go play sports. That's always good. One place I worked at for a little bit, they had, um, it, it was like for the, the area that I worked in. It was kind of weird, but they had like rent-a-bikes. So like the company I worked for had permanently rented out these bikes from this community. So you could just hop on a bike and just go tour around Liberty Station. So that was cool. That's legit. Yeah, man. It's, it's, it's a tough call. It's a tough call because, I mean, I don't, I don't, the only thing that would make me more tense than not taking lunch is having to be at work for another minute longer. <laughs> Literally. Like, that's why I don't take a lunch because I don't want to be in the office any longer than I have to be. Yeah, that's fair. And I mean, that's not to say that, yo, I hate where I work and I need to find another job, but that is to say I don't like working where I work. Yeah, and I, I need to find another job. <laughs> hey, well, <laughs> I mean, it's not, no, nah, it's not horrible. It's, it's just not what I'm used to. It's a very uh, slow paced environment and I don't necessarily need that. Yeah. All right. So the next question comes from putty one from the subreddit, uh, 42 or 52. Uh, I'm going to go with 52 because 42 is overused. Thanks to hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy. Find a better number. You unoriginal hacks. Next question. Bam. There's your answer, buddy. There's your answer. All right. So I'm going to, I'm going to, it's been a little bit long. We're running long in this segment. It's fine. 
So what I'm going to do is cut this bit short. One of the comments uh, from subreddit says, go to a bowling alley, Denzel, for, for a dating tip. A uh, lot of, lot of uh, middle-aged divorcees there, many of whom are down. That's that's fair, but then you're kind of diving into the uh, single mom's territory again. Yeah, not depending on depending on if they're actually a mother or if they just hate kids. Well, yeah, okay. I mean, I have no problem with milf age women who yeah. aren't mothers. Like, there's no discrimination there as long as you're banging. We banging. <laughs> that's very true. He also adds that it's kind of hard to embarrass yourself. At a bowling alley. <laughs> Not true. You've Not never true seen all. me bowl. Dog, when I was a kid, I stepped into the lane, did the split, and then <sighs> split my shorts open. Damn. So, I mean, look, you can. It's possible. It certainly is. Now, now, as an adult, I understand boundaries better, <laughs> like where I shouldn't walk. I, I have done not quite that, but pretty much that. Because I was like, look, okay, I see the line. Like, we good. I did not know they waxed the shit out of those lanes. They do. They fucking do. Oh, he also says uh, Red Line is fantastic. Yes. Excellent movie. It's, it's the shit. Yeah. that There's a part at the end. Like, if you're sitting at home, I recommend you watch it. You There's this part at the end that is so fucking off the wall. I didn't see it coming. No, no. <laughs> I, was, I was like, yo, what the fuck is this? What is going on? And I was so hyped. I was Dude, it's so, so hyped. It's so good. I was, oh, God. And I fucking love that movie. I did post this in the subreddit, but if you haven't seen, if you like Redline, also check out Dead Leaves. It's very similar in the vein. Like, it's it. the people who made Redline were probably inspired by Dead Leaves. They're both that same sort of over-the-top, crazy shit it's it both are really good check them out all right i'm gonna take a look at dead leaves after we get finished here yeah one of the last comments that i have here is from a user named colorless green and this comes from soundcloud you can check us out on soundcloud at soundcloud.com slash real hyphen nerd hyphen hours and i'm, I'm fairly certain that's our url that, that seems right and uh yeah that's that's us that's us he says that I need to work out, essentially. His, his point, the point in his comment is that working out is probably going to be the best way for me to see results. And sure. I do work out, uh, not as often as I should, no, but I do work out. I've changed my diet. I drink a lot less than I used to. Always and good. Look, I'm, and I always tell this to people who tell me to work out. I I started working out in like November of last year and then or no I started working out somewhere around October or September of last year something like that mm -hmm. really fucked myself up and then <laughs> stopped working out and then resumed during the new year mm -hmm. and so the thing that I always tell people is like look I'm severely overweight I I weigh I I could stand to lose about 120 pounds. Damn. And like when I was in high school, I weighed a solid 170, 
or something like that. I honestly could not imagine you at 170. Dog, the pictures exist. I was a thin fuck. Wow. I was super thin. And then, you know, adulthood came and then some not so positive things happened. And I doubled that. And so I... I could, in in all honesty, I could probably, I'm never going to get down to 170 again. I can't see that being healthy for a man just your size, like, yeah. altogether. I was uh, I was 6'2 at the time. Okay. And, okay. like, I'm 6'4 now, but that's not, I was very thin from all the running I did from basketball. Gotcha. But the, the point that I'm getting at is that I do work out, and it's going to take me probably a year and a half plus to get down to at least my goal weight, which is like, I, I want to say 220 pounds. Seems reasonable. Yeah. Like 220, 220 should be fine. Yeah. As like a grown ass man. Yeah. In between now and then, what the fuck am I supposed to do? Just nothing. Let me fucking sit at home and sulk and not try to flirt with women. Yeah. Am I, am I supposed to be like, oh no, I'm fat and let me not leave the fucking house. Yeah. It, no, I'm not. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that, pal. So this is what I'm going to tell you. Although I do appreciate the advice, uh, many people have given that to me before. It's the obvious answer. Yeah. And, and I do like I I do work out. I do. Is it is it oh, let me fucking run sprints? No. Is it is it let me lift some weights, at least try to burn more calories as I'm sitting around the office not doing much? Yes, it is that. There you go. So this week, one thing that a user had done on Twitter was send me, after, after shamelessly promoting the Reddit, reddit.com slash r slash real nerd hours, after shamelessly promoting the Reddit, he decided to send me some information regarding Reddit. And he doesn't believe that it's the best platform to be on, so on and so forth, because you can apparently for around $200 get something to the top of Reddit, which is fairly cheap. Yeah, that's that's pretty low for such a wide platform. So I'll, I'll get into that further. Sure. The videos were made by a group called Point Report okay. on YouTube. I'll post the links with the video on the website and in the subreddit. I'll leave them as comments. But they're interesting videos. These guys from England reported on something that you can do on Reddit, which is game the system to a certain extent. What you can do is contact any number of black market sites, not not Tor browser black market, but just normal websites. You can just go to like abcxyz.com or whatever (laughs) and talk to somebody and they can buy a bunch of Reddit accounts from you. Not from you, but for you. For you, yeah. Yeah. the crux of it is that Reddit is an unreliable platform because you can purchase upvotes, essentially. Or right, right. you can build bots to go in and downvote something on a specific subreddit. So one of the things that they pointed out in the video was that on the Bitcoin subreddit, mm-hmm. this was something that was happening fucking lightning quick. As soon as a topic would come up, it would be mercilessly downvoted. Every single time, every, uh-huh. any topic. And so as it turned out, they suspected like fine tech or fintech financial technology services oh, okay. going in and sabotaging that Reddit. So huh. things wouldn't blow up and come out of that Reddit. Yeah. So people would be more or less inclined to believe what was going on there. Interesting. 
And it's it's an interesting series of videos. In the first video, they kind of just go over what the crux of the issue is and how you can do it. And mm-hmm. in the second video, they talk to a couple moderators about shilling. Mm-hmm. They're, they're fascinating videos. They both have relative to what that channel has as a whole those videos stand out for the amount of views that they have because they went up on reddit and were <laughs> naturally <above it>. yeah <laughs> the irony of that is palpable what i didn't do a good job of explaining to this man who had sent me these links i i'm fairly certain he said he didn't want his name said but i'm just gonna leave it at that yeah we, I, we can leave it out <laughs> I, i'm not like i'm not entirely sure anymore what part of the issue is and they go over this in the first video is that there are studies that are more or less say once something is upvoted on reddit the more likely it is to be continuously upvoted yeah if somebody sees that it's been downvoted they're less likely to vote either way but if something's being mercilessly downvoted more people are just going to downvote it. Right. And that's not necessarily a function of Reddit itself. I would say that's more so a function of social engineering. You know, I mean, it, it's really easy to to say, hey, look, this disabled artist made this amazing, amazing painting. Isn't this cool? And if you see a bunch of downvotes, then you're coming at it with the eye of, wait, what happened here? Why why is this seemingly positive thing getting downvoted? Well, then there's probably some story linked to it where it's like, oh, this was actually stolen. It was reposted. You know, fuck this guy. And so you're coming at it with the view of what's wrong, not, oh, this is cool. Exactly. And social engineering is, is a big problem when it comes to IT, especially security, mm. because you can... By forming a relationship with somebody and, oh, I didn't even explain what social engineering is. Social engineering is more or less manipulating people in shorthand. I'm thinking sweet baby Jesus right now that they're not calling it social hacking. Oh, my God. Because it's you're you're doing what you can as a person to try to trick people or fool them or manipulate them in some manner to get an end result that you're looking for. It's something that salespeople do when they like get when you say like yo no I'm not buying that they say oh well a real man would buy this or whatever the fuck they say <laughs> yeah. because fuck salespeople forever and it's it's like a su- subtle ways of manipulating people or even not so subtle ways of manipulating people yeah, some of them to get overt. some some sort of result that they're looking for with it work. The reason why, and I'm sure you've heard me say this before I say, don't write down your password, never tell anyone your password. Mm -hmm. That includes me or anybody else in it. If anybody's asking for your password, you say no. Right. Because if anybody in it needs your password, we can just reset it and then you make you reset it yourself. Yeah. That's, that's one of the bigger issues. In IT, because you can have the most secure system possible in the world, but people are always going to fuck it up. Some person is always going to fuck something up like, hey, uh, I work here. I forgot my badge to the office. Would you mind letting me in? Mm. They let somebody in. Oh, hey, would you mind logging into this computer for me? I need to grab something off of it or it's some some stupid, something stupid, something minor. Yeah. And that way somebody can get into the system, do whatever they want in there 
and nobody would be the wiser. If more than one person, let's say, is writing down their password to their computer and sticking it on a sticky note, placing that sticky note on maybe the side of their computer, on their monitor, or underneath their keyboard, if one person sees that, they might do it themselves. Mm -hmm. It's something I'm pretty certain it's called behavioral confirmation. So once you see somebody behave in a certain way, you assume it's acceptable for you to do yourself. And so once once somebody's writing down passwords, you got at least a certain percentage of the people in the building writing down their passwords because they've never seen any consequence come from it or mm-hmm. using their cell phone in the building when they're not supposed to be. And once once somebody on Reddit sees that something's been downvoted or if they see see it hasn't been upvoted or it has been upvoted, that gives them an idea of how they should behave. Mm. And people who, it's not even, I don't think it's something that people consciously do. It's something that's pretty subconscious, at least I would certainly hope so. I think teenagers consciously do it, probably, (sighs) if I had to guess. But it's, it's an odd situation to find yourself in. I feel like a lot of social media is like that. You know, obviously not just Reddit, but... Do you ever like go onto Facebook and you see a funny post and then you scroll up and see who posted it and you're like, eh, I won't like this now. Yeah, I used to do that. I don't use I don't use Facebook that much. I used to have a policy. Um, our friend Lyle from one of the previous episodes. <laughs> yeah. I said if he ever liked anything that I'd liked or if he had liked it prior to me liking it, I wouldn't like it. That's, that's would, a good policy. I would go in and unlike it. There you go. Because I was a piece of shit and I <laughs> like I wanted to fuck with Lyle. And it I mean he he caught on to it eventually. Did he really? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Because and then I told him I was just like anything that you like, I'm not gonna like. God damn it! <laughs> yeah, so he he went around for a little bit just liking things, and I would just unlike them. That's really funny. Yeah, and but either way, um, teenagers and young people, people, people who are looking to be well liked, I assume, are more susceptible to that sort of behavior. Hey, anyone who's like actively seeking validation i would say that doesn't extend to just teenagers although i would say that's probably the largest group um you know anyone who's just looking for validation that can be anyone really yeah yeah and that's part of the problem with social media in general and to some degree you can use social engineering to kind of warp people although that's not necessarily uh consistent with the topic that we're on Mm -hmm. it's People get, and this has been studied. I don't, I'm not going to link any studies because facts don't fucking matter. Past that. And also some of, some people have issues with scientific studies suddenly. And look, (sighs) far be it from me to question anybody who's questioning a study because that's the right thing to do rather than getting it from some article who's misquoting the study. It's that's even worse. Yeah. Jesus. But anyway, there's, there's a study out there. That says something along the lines of people do get endorphin spikes from the validation that comes from online behavior, such as posting a tweet and getting a bunch of likes and retweets on it yeah. and things of that nature. Yeah, I could I could imagine that being part of the in crowd who helped get something to the front page of Reddit offer some sort of validation for somebody. Yeah. And I don't I don't necessarily fault Reddit for having the issue that it has. With being able to buy and promote things or drown out news and such 
by paying essentially two hundred dollars. But it's it's not it's not that big of an issue from their side. It's more it's more an issue with how the platform is set up in itself. Right. I, I like that creates an issue for the user, which then in turn creates an issue for the platform. Cause if all the user sees on the front page is a bunch of stuff, a bunch of content that's been paid to be promoted, that's going to warp their experience. Now people are going to start leaving the site. Now it's Reddit's issue. But I mean, I really think that's only, I only think that's a problem for some of the medium, small subreddits that are trying to get big. It would be nice if our subreddit was started popping off, but that's not really our end game. Like, no, not at all. We, we're just trying to talk shit and chill, not get, oh, the subreddit is, is blowing up. Uh, we'll probably get into it later in the episode of, as far as like what our individual motivations are for having a subreddit, starting a podcast, so on and so forth. It'll it'll help you guys understand a little bit, at least where we're coming from to some degree. Maybe a little, maybe a little bit. So anyway, go on. Uh, I mean, I, I, that was pretty much my point. <laughs> okay, all right, cool. And that that sort of behavior, the the buying likes or whatever, and or buying up votes and buying down votes and sort of things, those are mainly used by people who a want to let's say drown out a certain topic like i think in the second video what was referenced was an actor who was playing a role in a movie but the studio didn't want that news to come out so they paid this company to find every post involving that on reddit and downvote it interesting and or the other end of it where let's say red bull wants to promote a product they are then paying a third party company to get likes onto that post to get it to the front page of reddit and that doesn't even seem like it's any sort of legal gray area that seems totally legal just kind of shitty yeah they're just gaming the system yeah. it's it's not at least to me it's not a big deal at all and the, that seems barely controversial to me yeah i mean it's it's a shitty thing to do for individuals who are heavily invested in reddit as a platform mm -hmm. because let's say you love this platform and you believe that it's the best way to have a forum on the internet because that's all it is it's it's just it's basically 4chan yeah. or 8chan that's it's it's like a mixture of 4chan and 8chan essentially yeah. and except people aren't necessarily anonymous well it's much less anonymous yeah, yeah. I mean, granted, it's very easy to just create a new account and start shitposting on that and then switch back to your, you know, work account or whatever. But it's still most people who are actively using it, they're going to continue to use the same account for almost everything. Some of which you might say some weird shit. Shout out to Ken M. Ken M? So Ken M was a guy at one of the um, presidential town hall debates. In oh, Ken Bone. Oh, God. Yeah. Ken Bone. My bad. Ken yeah. M is fucking Jeopardy. Oh, oh no, no. Not, God damn it. Ken Jennings is Jeopardy. Ken M is the fucking guy who trolls Yahoo Answers and shit. I am all messed up with my Kens. There's also Ken Masters. Yeah. 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 Ken. Ken Bone. 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 Ken Bone. bone. Okay. Bone. Shout out to Ken Bone who posted some weird shit in his Reddit history and got called out for it. 
one of the bigger issues is that people are easily motivated to do dumb things, right? Or, yeah. or not necessarily the act of what they're doing is dumb. It's just that they aren't thinking about the process, right? You just shut your brain off and you Going do the things. lemming mode. Exactly. Like when you drive to work in the morning, are you pay, paying attention every time you drive? I have a very short drive and even then I still clock out. Yeah. Same. I, I drive on a good day, maybe 10 minutes to, to my office. I shut my brain off. I I know where all the potholes are by memory. (laughs) But that doesn't mean that for those areas that there aren't any potholes that I'm fully paying attention. And it's easy. I would imagine that it's easy to get anybody to do a lot of things when, especially like when they're mindlessly going through social media. Mm -hmm. You see a story and you see a flashy headline that's like slightly positive or whatever. Just hit upvote. Yeah. Just hit upvote. Or you see that something on the subreddit that you frequent is getting downvoted a lot. So you just go in and you downvote. Just go in and downvote. Just fuck that guy. Yeah. But, I mean, anybody anybody who's heavily invested in the platform, I'm sure, has a big problem with what's going on. But at the same time, that's just sort of how the world works in itself. Yeah. Now, I actually think this is kind of an interesting issue, and it's also unique to Reddit because most social media platforms, you know, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, they don't have negative feedback. Like, if you're on Facebook and you have a post that gets, you know, a hundred angry reacts and sad reacts, that's still reactions. That's still technically positive feedback. You know, Instagram only has likes. You know, that, that that's pretty much all they do and they can you can do reposts and comments and stuff but that's it reddit actually has no fuck you downvote and it that actually changes the way things work because i know like with instagram people will pay bots to just like everything and comment on everything but they can't bomb something no you can't pay bots to not like something yeah it's it's an interesting problem Especially if you think about the economy of it, the older the account is, the more posts it has, the more valuable it is. Mm-hmm. You can you could be on Reddit for, I don't know, maybe six years. How long has it been around? Probably about... Oh, like, it's probably been around longer than that. About I don't 10, know. something yeah. like that. Imagine if you've had an account on Reddit for 10 years. Yeah. For 10 years. And imagine how much post karma and comment karma you have. dog you could probably sell that shit for a mint or even people according to the second part of the little investigative piece that point report did they apparently can be contracted they people can reach out to them to go ahead and post things post positive comments for different products or upvote specific things and they will be paid per comment on each thread that is some crazy stuff. Yeah. So w- I guess essentially the point that I'm driving at is people people don't necessarily, or at least I would I would hope that people don't take Reddit that seriously where this is that sort of problem. <sighs> I don't know, man. <laughs> because once it gets, let's say it gets to the front page of Reddit, right? And that's where it really starts picking up steam as far as, mm-hmm 
major news outlets picking up things or some late night show possibly at midnight or something yeah picking up something interesting and putting it on their show then it starts picking up steam and such but i would say i would like i i don't think it's that big of a problem it doesn't affect us in in any sort of capacity no because we're we're just two dudes from the internet (laughs) and we not to, not to disparage the person who sent it to me because it definitely made for some interesting content. This certainly is. And I, I'm, I like the, I like point report. They do good work. It was interesting work to, to see. It was interesting to see their work on, on that topic. That, Mm. that was something that I had nothing, no idea about. Although I'm not surprised. It was definitely interesting. Yeah. And I encourage all of you to check it out because yeah. I'll, I'll post it on the subreddit when this show goes up and I hope you guys get a kick out of it. As far as the reasons why we started a podcast and what, what exactly our use for the subreddit is, I essentially wanted the subreddit. Well, first somebody went out and made the subreddit oh. prior to me being made a mod on it. Okay. And, <laughs> Somebody on the Dick Show IRC, uh, shout outs to, I believe it's 688, who let me know. He was just like, hey, man, like this, this guy. There's a subreddit. Do you know who this dude is? And I was just like, nah, man, I have no <laughs> idea. And he was just like, well, he's got control of the subreddit. It's, he's a mod on some other Reddit sub, subreddits, but I have no idea who this is. And I was just like, okay, well, that's fair. Shout outs to Jay Willie. He... <laughs> Turned out not to be like some weirdo scumbag who was taking over the page just to sit on it. <laughs> that would be some shit. Yeah, that would be really fucking interesting. I've yeah. never, I've never had an instance of that happening, other than the person on Twitter with the handle at Denzel Denzel Co. <laughs> He's fucking squatting on that goddamn username, and I can't. I've messaged him multiple times. He hasn't gotten back to me. I just want to use that fucking username. Because he's not using it, right? It's inactive. No, yeah. it's, he's got zero, zero followers or some shit. Like, maybe he follows one person and his account is private. This son of a bitch. Yeah, man. It's fucked up. I just want that fucking account. I mean, that Denzel isn't a bad Twitter handle. No, but definitely. That Denzel would be so good. It would be fucking great. It would be so good. It's four less characters. Oh, come on. Imagine how many ads I could get. Come on. Are you fucking kidding me? My name is way too long. Yeah, it is. I've got like 15 characters in mind. That's way too long, dog. You I'd... should just go by Chet Brown. I mean, there I'm are probably 100,000 of those on Twitter already. There's, uh, there is, I think, six Chet Browns on Facebook. Mm-hmm. That was when I last checked. I, I went on Facebook, found every Chet Brown, and added them. <laughs> That's so weird. That's me. That's so fucking weird. Either way, the subreddit we have is mainly so we don't have to host a forum. Yeah, this is easier. And it's a common it's a common website used by a lot of people, and it's a place where they could go to easily access this content as well as talk to each other when they have the opportunity. You don't need to go out to a website. You don't need to bro- bookmark anything. You know, you don't need to log in an extra time. You don't need to do a lot of things. And it's no effort to subscribe. And we're not like such an active subreddit that it's going to be like bombing your front page. It's no, 
Not at all. Couple of posts a week. Yeah, it's maybe maybe at most four or so posts a week. There, it's it's good. I like it. Yeah, it's it's fucking good. Besides just the subreddit, I mean the podcast itself and the website and a few other things. It's it's a tough thing for me to explain and kind of justify as far as how much money I've spent on doing it. But I. I genuinely enjoy doing podcasts. It's fun. It's not it's not something where I said, <laughs> I see how successful Dick is being. <laughs> Time to capitalize. <laughs> no, it's not it's nothing like that. I do I just I genuinely enjoy doing this. I think it's a good ass time. It's fun. It's a good way to unwind. It's a good way to talk some shit. It's a good way to kind of talk to Chet. Yeah. Yeah. Catch up with some friends. Yeah. Yeah. And it's also a great way for me to learn how to speak properly. It's I have a few bad habits when I speak. If you if you've listened to these episodes, there's a lot of things that I've cut out. One of the things I've noticed is I've said um and uh a lot less than I used to, but I've replaced that with and so or so. <laughs> yeah. It's and I cut a lot of that shit out. As the shows go on further and further, that happens less and less. And it's helping me at least when I go to train people at work, I can speak coherently, I can speak consistently, although that doesn't necessarily help because some of the people I work with are fucking stupid. Yeah, you know, you're going to deal with idiots sometimes no matter what. I mean, a, a building full of them? Oof. Just imagine, imagine all the dumb people that you've ever met in your life. Just stuffed in the one room. Mm. All right. It's All a big right. room. <laughs> here's, here's, here's a brand new fucking segment that we're doing. It's called Living in IT Hell. God damn it. <laughs> so the other day, there it is. There it is. So the other day, I had a coworker. The other day, I had a coworker send me an email saying that he couldn't log into a system. And I said, okay, that's perfect. And I say, what password are you using? Are you using your Windows password? Or are you using your email password? He says, oh, I don't use Windows. I don't log into Windows. I don't have that password. Um, and okay. un under certain circumstances, I would accept that answer. Like, say, if we were a Mac environment. Sure. Or if we were a Linux environment. Mm -hmm. Or if we were a Solaris environment. Mm -hmm. Or even if we were a Chromebook environment. Oh, please don't. If we were any of those things, I would say, okay, perfect. But we're not. What the fuck does that logo say every time you go to sign into your fucking laptop? It says Microsoft. It says fucking Microsoft. I don't and then there's also another flourish that says Windows. Hey, and it tells that. you what version of Windows you use when you turn on your laptop. And I've referred to it specifically with this person multiple times as your Windows login. Whenever you want somebody hired or whenever they're hiring somebody, I say, this is their Windows login. This is what you use to sign into Windows. And this fucking guy really says, oh, well, I don't use Windows. I don't have that password. What the fuck are you doing all day? He writes everything down, pen and paper. That's not even the dumbest thing that I've had to deal with. We'll, we'll, we can make this a recurring thing. Yeah, we don't we'll, have to. One story at a fucking time. We don't have to give you any conniption. <laughs> this is, it's, 
It's so frustrating, <laughs> to say the least. We're going to get into some news now before I have a stroke and you never hear from me again. Yeah, oh, d- you didn't even mention why you why you decided to do the podcast. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess I have my own motivations with doing this. But I mean, the, the biggest reason why I'm doing this was because I got a text from Denzel that said, hey, you want to do a podcast? And I'm like, fuck it. Yeah, let's go. But as for like what I have goals for, I mean... I do a lot of different things that are per- mostly creative outlets. You know, I, I, I'm an artist as a, for a living. I do animations and things like that. And I don't do a lot for myself. I'm only working for a company right now. So I will eventually want to have my own studio, my own stuff with that. Any sort of internet popularity that I can gain in an organic way will help me quite a bit because I also... I have multiple bands, one of which that I am the leader of, others of which that I am just a part of as a member in those bands. And again, any sort of organic popularity, people that can come to know my work and appreciate the stuff that I do. I don't want to be out here shilling myself just for a popularity contest. I want if, if I'm going to have a fan, I want you to be a fan of my content. I want you to be a fan of this podcast. I want you to be a fan of my band. I don't want to have to pay for popularity and use those bots. But I also don't want to ride anyone's coattails. And I, and I also don't want to just blast myself all over forums. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I, you know, this is a good opportunity for that to happen. And if you hate me, you hate me for good reasons. Yeah, let's let's hope nobody hates you though. I wouldn't think so. I'm a lovable guy. A lot of lot of different reasons why people get into podcasting. I think eventually I'll make a YouTube video for anybody who's curious about starting a podcast and what that entails and what things you should consider. If you're interested in seeing it, just let me know. Uh I'll I'll post it on the Real Nerd Hours fucking Twitter. Go where the same Chet in the Box thing just got approved. So start next week, Chet. You better have some hot reviews for us. I figure we could just do this shit live. Yeah. No, not eating into the mic. Uh, Well, like, I'd, you know, film it. We'll cut all this, but, you know. Oh, yeah, we could just do videos and put it on on the subreddit. Yeah. Yeah, all right, fuck it. That's what we'll do then. We'll make it a video segment. We'll go out on the weekends or something or something. On, on a, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it. Yeah. We'll, pr- yeah, it's not going to be weekly because we don't want check to fucking get a clogged up heart. We know with his black background and his Puerto Rican background. Oh yeah. The heart disease. Yeah. We run deep. Yeah. Yeah. There was one other thing about a podcast in particular that I, that is a unique opportunity for me. I don't like giving opinions unless asked. Really? I am not forthcoming with any opinions because I I have strong feelings on things, but I don't give a shit about what other people think. So I will not give an unsolicited opinion. This is an opportunity. This is you tuning into this podcast. This That's you soliciting my opinion. So there's a lot of things that I feel like I can actually reach across the aisle and have. Um, there are people who I can reach. And explain things in a way that isn't condescending, that isn't controversial. Like some topics, that was why I talked about cultural appropriation in an earlier episode. Because I know that's a thing that a lot of people don't understand. 
And I have a unique perspective on that and can explain it in a way that is not offensive. That's not attacking anyone. Cause that's not what I'm trying to do here. I'm not trying to piss people off. So I'm not trying to be controversial. I'm trying to educate the masses. Them asses. Educate them asses. Plus, I mean, it's not just political shit. I can tell you about some bands that you ain't hip to, you know? Yeah. Let the people know. Thank you for, thank you for that input. Yeah. I appreciate it. I appreciate you. In, oh, thank you. (laughs) In a nutshell, that's, that's some of the reasons why we got into doing a podcast. I mean, I think I'm changing my life for the better. Yeah. And this is, this is definitely helping me get there one step at a time. I don't think six months ago I would have considered doing a podcast. I don't, I, although I did like a, a web radio show. And when I say web radio, I know it's a little bit ironic, but me and a buddy of mine, Nick, were broadcasting live via this dude's website out of his studio that mm-hmm. he has. And, I enjoy this a lot. I enjoy doing it. It's it's a good time. And we hope you enjoy listening to it. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And if you don't enjoy listening to it, God bless your heart for making it some time into this episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jeez. This one's been a little bit more uh, personal and serious than usual. Yeah. But that's okay. You know, sometimes, sometimes you got to. Talk about yourself a little bit. Get in your feelings a little. <laughs> Get into your feelings. Crawl inside them shits like <laughs> Luke did that fucking animal on that one planet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Well, anyway, getting into news topics for this week. So most of y'all should have heard about this. Now, Milo Yiannopoulos is a controversial figure who likes to make headlines and has been doing so quite a bit lately. Uh, I imagine most of you listening have probably heard of him prior to this week, at least in some form, because he was a big figurehead for the Trump movement and the alt-right and that type of crowd. But he recently got in some shit because... I'm not going to make much of an argument here. I'm not I'm not here to spew politics, especially over someone so divisive. But I'm just going to lend the advice and say when you are on air, when you are on a platform that is live in any form, don't talk about diddling kids and how you as a child getting diddled was okay. Don't do that. That's just bad press. They say there's no no such thing as bad press. That is a goddamn lie when you talk about diddling kids. There are several lines that you don't cross in life. And playing around with kids is, is one of them. That's one of those things that's like pretty universally considered reprehensible. Yeah, exactly. You can't justify it. Most even-minded and even less even-minded people, once you bring up raping or molesting or anything with kids in like beating kids even that that is a no-go that's a no-fly zone for almost every single platform universally just don't fucking like when you go to prison and you're like locked up with three other murderers in one room and then those three guys found out the person you murdered was a child you're getting your ass kicked yeah guaranteed yeah they might even kill you. They, yeah, fuck you. We're already murderers. We're already in jail, in prison. Yeah. We're taking your ass out. 
it's an odd situation because there was there although it's not similar well it is in some ways somebody said something stupid it was Colin Hanks not Colin Hanks Dean Hanks I don't know it was Tom Hanks's son who's a rapper oh okay yeah when yeah he said nigga <laughs> yeah yeah and though he wasn't super popular in in the rap scene at all he should have known the climate better right he's he is a white gentleman and regardless of how you fucking feel one thing that i hate when people say is perception is reality that's not the case reality is reality and in his mind he perceived that it was cool for him to say nigga when the majority of his fan base are black people right Black people listen to a shitload of rap music. And if let's say even that was just half of his fan base, just split right down the middle. It was half of his fan base and some percentage of them were cool with him saying it. Once your audience turns against you, that's when you know you fucked up. You've lost. It's it's so crazy. And I can't I can't speak to Milo specifically because I kind of like I was I was initially when he first came out around Gamergate, mm-hmm. I was kind of enamored by his character mm-hmm. because he was getting so much publicity for just kind of being an asshole. Right. And it was fun to watch. But after a little bit, the shtick wore off mm-hmm. and it was just like, okay, dude, now I'm kind of seeing like what a lot of other people say, seeing you are just, you just say wild shit. And it's not a lot of it is sensical. Like I watched his appearances on Joe Rogan's podcast. Yeah. And I was just like, dog, like I get that you have a persona that you Mm want to keep up, but you should rein some of that shit in. You got to control it a little bit. But see, that's kind of part of the problem when you have like 4chan as part of your core viewer base. These are people who feed off a controversy. They don't give a shit. I mean, everything they do is anonymous. They're just trying to rile people up and that's what their thing is. But when you put a face to that, when this is your personality, when this is your persona, you can't just constantly stir the pot. You can't just constantly make people mad. And for a while that was working for him, but then he just crossed one line that he shouldn't. Yeah. And there were already legions of people who hated him. But. Oh, and to, to, to touch on that topic. One of my policies in life is if you don't want something to get publicity, don't fucking talk about it ever, negative or positive. Once that man got his book deal and people, the people who were upset about it, me personally, I didn't fucking care. No, whatever. The people who were the most upset about it shouldn't have said anything about it. No. Because every tweet is an imprint of positivity for him. It spreads awareness to people who may not have known about his book. Right. Otherwise, Milo's not on Twitter. And a lot of the people who follow him don't don't have the audience to be able to tweet out Milo is releasing a book and get that amount of attention paid to them. Cernovich may have tweeted it out or Christina Summers may have tweeted it out, Mm -hmm. but the amount of reach that Milo got just based off of people who dislike him actually 
giving him this airtime and all their retweets and likes yep. too. It was retarded. They, they got him trending. Like, they did. They're literally feeding the trolls. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And it wasn't like minor trending. It wasn't like topical trending where, okay, I tweeted about basketball for the last 30 minutes. Here are a bunch of basketball things that are t- uh, trending, but it was genuine trending. It was yeah. 500k tweets about this man. And it's like... You just made his platform. What are you doing? What, he, these he got, are you're generating book sales for him. He got banned from Twitter, and was still popping on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Like he, that's that's power that y'all gave him, and that's fucking retarded. I mean, that's nothing nothing for him or against him personally, but that is some. You can't pay for that kind of marketing. You can't, and I understand. I understand what he's doing, what Milo is doing. And the major downside I feel of what Milo does and the, the not necessarily people who follow him, but people who want to emulate his success using those same methods is that one thing that I can say 110% for certain is that Milo is a charming guy. He's, he's got the accent and he's a little bit flamboyant and it comes together in kind of a an odd package and he's he explains himself well he speaks well although i don't agree with 90 percent of what he says you i i understand where the appeal is i would find him charming if he would just stop saying some of the shit he was saying yeah yeah that's that's where the shtick wore off for me it's some of the, some of the stuff he says is just outlandish and it's different from a comedian where you expect some hits and some misses sure. right and he's not a comedian he's not a naturally funny person it's just that some of the stuff he says is insightful and some of it is very funny and some of it's funny and a lot of it's not funny <laughs> and yeah. a, a fuckload of it's not funny it's just like I don't know what it is. There are, at least in my opinion, and correct me if I'm wrong, and this is probably more symptomatic of what Hollywood is than anything, Mm -hmm. but I haven't seen many funny conservatives. A lot of their humor is more just being fucking mean to people. Yeah, there's a rule in comedy called punching up, and you can make fun of rich people and say, you know, oh, Porsche owners have small dicks you know that's you're not gonna offend them because they're going to laugh at you from their porsche but you know when you start making fun of poor people and saying oh people who own 1987 toyota tercels probably all have aids that's just mean y'all like you're you're talking about people who really don't have it well mean-spirited jokes punching down doesn't go over well you don't want to lose people who are already, you know, people who don't already have stuff going for them. I disagree with that in certain areas. Now, there's like, times when it can be funny. Yeah, it certainly of course, can. Of course. But you're not, you don't want to. You don't want to alienate any of your fan base. Yeah, basically. Even, even the wealthy people to some extent. You're essentially, when you're telling jokes, it's like caricatures of people who kind of exist mm-hmm. but it's they exist adjacent to the real person where whereas the real person is here in reality and maybe a block into the left of them is the made-up fantasy of the rich guy with small dick driving a porsche yeah 
You know what I mean? And you're not pointing out anybody specific. Right. It's not, oh, this guy in particular, I know for a fact, has a small penis. He also just happens to be a Porsche owner. Yeah. What does that say? But I see, that's kind of funny, though. <laughs> I don't. It's hard. It's hard to explain. It's hard. To, like, I think Milo at some point said that Leslie Jones looked like a gorilla or something like yeah, that. See, that. And no. I was just like, dog, like, that's. That's where's just the, mean. Where's the joke in that? Yeah, what's your punchline here? It's, and I understand, like, people at home may be laughing at that, but Chet and I, not, not to sound like douchebags, but we, we've done comedy before, and we've been around people who tell hack jokes, people yeah. who rip off other people's premises, people who can't get a joke out without saying a key word, such as nigga. Oh, yeah. If your punchline is that you're cursing or you're doing something that's, oh, it's so taboo. If that's your punchline, you're not funny. All I know is that even with his book deal canceled, I don't know if there's a clause in there that says that he can't use any of that material himself. uh, A clause in his contract, that is. But, I mean, even if he releases it independently through Amazon, if they're willing to carry it, then he's going to make a lot more money than he would have otherwise it it's i don't know he probably did lose quite a few people like he had to resign from breitbart and that was like his that was his original platform and that's that's really telling because i mean breitbart you know there's like you know liberal media they don't give a fuck about the mainstream media you know they feed off of that sort of controversy and they dropped him and like that's he he was asked to resign well I don't know. According to him, he resigned of his own accord. Yeah, that's what he's saying. I assume that's what the truth is. I'm. I doubt that's the truth. I mean, it's possible. Yeah, you know, it is possible that he's using. But I, I feel like he seeks to gain nothing by by being the one that steps away from that. Like he lo- he's losing a lot of his platform by stepping away from Breitbart. Yeah. He crossed the line that people who were who agreed with most of what he was saying. There's people he says a lot of anti-gay, anti-trans things. And, you know, there's a lot of people who agree with that in in the States. But there's just about no one who thinks that pedophilia is an okay topic. Like 99% of people are going to say that, okay, this isn't all right. So there's the people who are defending him are basically saying that he was taken out of context, that that's not what he was really saying, and that people are just spinning this too far. But those are his vehement supporters that are going to support him no matter what. You know, more power to you. Believe what you want to believe. But most people, even the moderate conservatives who agreed with the anti-gay stuff, they have dropped him. I'm sure you can bounce back in a few years because the although the internet never forgets, it does forgive it, sometimes. There are people who will never let go of this, but there's a lot of people are just going to stop caring. I mean, like, yeah, if Michael Richards went back up onto the comedy circuit, would anyone really be that upset about what he did years ago? Yeah, there's going to be some, but most people are going to be like, yeah, fuck it. he's had his time. He's yeah. gave him his apologies. If you if you say dumb shit, things will happen. Yeah, uh, one of the things, I'm sure I've said this before too, one of the things my grandfather used to tell me is, don't ever say anything that you're not willing to get punched in the face over. Square up, son. And that, that 
holds true to this day for the most part. I mean, look, I kind of learned the lesson kind of poorly because uh, I was a lot bigger than the other kids. Hey. Uh, so there's they there's not a lot they could have done to me. Yeah, well. way. But so I would run my mouth, I'd pop off and all that stuff. But I I learned what things are appropriate. And even even when making jokes, yeah. even when making jokes, I learned what is going too far. I almost got into a fight at a tournament once because i was talking shit on my friend's behalf it was okay so this was at um socal regionals prelude socal regionals prelude i guess 20 it must have been 2015 it was at an anime convention it was like a tournament within a convention so i was at the convention and i'm also part of the fgc so i was like yo let me go check this out it was primarily a street fighter tournament so i wasn't playing but i had friends who were I'm good friends with OFC Pinoy or SD Pinoy when he goes abroad. We went to middle school together. So, you know, that's the homie. (laughs) But he's really good. He's the top player in San Diego. He recently won Wednesday Night Fights. So he's very good. He was playing against Blockbuster John. And we didn't actually get into a fight. So I am going to use the names. So he was playing (laughs) against Blockbuster John on stream. And I'm rather inebriated as the two of them are about to play. Now, if you aren't a member of the FGC, you may not know that there's a lot of side bets that go on during live tournaments. So I say, yo, who likes John for $5, $10, who wants it? And no one's taking it. I'm like, John for five. No one likes John for five. Guess John sucks. Now I'm shouting this. (laughs) I am yelling this shit because I'm drunk as fuck. Now, of course, John can hear me. He's like 30 feet away. So after the match, he get he gets bopped, by the way. Like my my boy destroys him. <laughs> so after the match, he comes right up to me and he's like, so he pushes me, he's like, fuck you, say bitch. You wanna go? You want a money match? I'm like, dude, I'm just talking shit, man. Now, I was so so plastered that I didn't even recall immediately that he this man just put his hands on me. He just pushed me. Now I'm I'm bigger than him. But I'm just laughing my ass off. And all of so I just kind of like, so I just kind of brush him aside and say, nah, man, it's not like that. You know, I got nothing but love. And the guys that were with me were like, you're just going to let him walk off like that? Like he put his hands on you. I'm like, oh shit, did he? (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, I was just talking shit. You know, that's a common thing in the FGC. Like that's not unheard of. I wasn't even saying anything that bad. But I got under this man's skin. He was mad. He was probably willing to fight, even though I had like five dudes behind me that were all bigger than him. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, I if he had taken a swing at me, I don't know how that would have gone down. But I definitely was not expecting there to be a fight because I didn't think what I said was that bad. But I got under his skin and he was ready to swing. So watch what you say. (laughs) (laughs) I guess ultimately there's, there's a, there's a limit, right? There's, there's, there's a line you don't cross. And a lot of what Milo has said in the past is like face punch worthy stuff. Certainly. But after a certain point, after watching him for so long, 
He's a provocateur. That's what he says. Yeah. He's saying things to get under your skin. He's a professional troll, so on and so forth. And I didn't watch the clip. I have no judgment of it. And if it was serious enough to get his book deal canceled, then I'm sure it was serious. Because they let him rock for a long time. Yeah. They let him rock. He so said some shit. <laughs> he said a lot of shit. So if that was if that's as far as you can go, and then you say, All right, fuck it, dog. It's literally like what you explained about getting getting hit at the FGC. You didn't know you crossed the line at the time. Right. But you found out. And yeah, and I like I'm glad it didn't come to blows because then we would have both been kicked out of that venue probably never been allowed in their sanctioned tournaments again because you can't fight in the middle of a tournament dog i would have handed him his ass if he had pushed me even being dog i'm (laughs) i i'm next level shit when i drink i haven't i haven't had anybody try to start a fight with me but there was a there was an instance at an anime convention where i was popping off to this dude this that i wrote a note to him that when I, I was real drunk, it was just like, you look like a Cheeto. You strike me as a groundhog, <laughs> so on and so forth. And it's just a bunch of just incoherent bullshit. I wrote on a piece of paper and I addressed it to him. <laughs> and he came in and he read that fucking letter and he was just like, do you want to fight? And me being as drunk as I was, I remember this fucking so vividly in my mind because I... I was laughing so fucking hard. I was just like, dog, if you want to fight, I'll put you through this fucking table. Oh, uh-uh. We can do this uh-uh. if you want. We can do it. We can really fucking do it if you want. And like, I don't, I, when I say like my inhibitions are kind of gone when I drink, it's, I'm more willing to do way dumber shit. Like most people when they drink, with the added caveat that, like, I'm not really worried about going to jail over it. Damn. Like, I, of course, the next day when I get up, I'm like, oh, shit, what did I do? But at the moment, I'm like, yo, square up, fam. in the heat of the moment. Cash me outside, fam. Oh, God. How about that? God. Speaking of people doing dumb shit on the internet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this old girl tried to, she used the champion C in her in her shirts that she was making of her yeah and she was selling them online and champion the clothing brand found out and they sent her as a cease and desist yeah, no shit <laughs> so sick Fuck you, think? you know she was recently popping off at soldier boy trying to fight him oh, oh that'd be sick everyone's trying to fight soldier boy because he's mad pussy b <laughs> he's mad pussy i will put infinite amount of dollars on chris brown over soldier boy yeah yeah you know what's interesting with all the shit talking that that we're doing right now one thing that i don't ever really consider is celebrity you know what i mean like talking shit to the average person you don't know how they're gonna react yeah but like talking shit to a celebrity is just nothing yeah you can just do it yeah. without having to worry about consequences when you're a public figure you have to assume that people are going to speak about you good and bad some of which is could i beat this man up yeah all right fair you enough know, we we're talking about milo could i beat up milo undoubtedly i don't know man I'll, he's like apparently he's like six two i'll wash his like ass jacked i'll wash his ass uh, <laughs> you're gonna wash his ass <laughs> pause <laughs> <laughs> yeah man i don't know i don't know it's it's not that i'm uncomfortable talking shit about celebrities 
But it is an interesting. It's, yeah, it's interesting. Between. You know, if if I were to say, "Yo, insanity keep on Reddit," I'll fuck him up. I don't know. I don't know what he looks like. I have no idea. It's he could be a, he could be seven one. <laughs> you don't know that. He probably couldn't even stand up through that door. He like walks through and he has to duck and crouch <laughs> until he gets into this area. And maybe there's a reason why he's got insanity in his name. Yeah, get crazy. What what if he is? Shit, I don't know. Yeah, man, that could be a huge problem. Moving the fuck on with other news items. Overwatch is probably getting a new character. Yeah, we don't know. They uh, they teased at something. It was this this girl. Um, so they teased at this this girl, Effie Oladele. She's uh, from Numbani and uh, she's an inventor. But they didn't explicitly say, yo, this can be a new character. They just said, yo, here's an interview with Effie. Take from that what you will. Cryptic ass blizzard as usual. First they pull the sombra shit, now they're doing this. Maybe, maybe she's the inventor of Doom Hands. Yo, Doomfist, baby. Doomfist. Get Terry Crews on the case. Run these Doom Hands. <laughs> Catch <laughs> these Doom Hands, rather. Doom fingering your bitch. It's <laughs> <laughs> giant golden gauntlets up your girl's skirt. Jesus. How you feel about that? How about that? All right, let's get some voicemails. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want a magic spell where you can replace somebody's blood with their poop and their poop with their blood. Well, I mean, that would just kill them. Yeah. That would be a shitty way to die. <laughs> hey, guys. Trevor Slattery here. So I'm just wondering, what's the craziest shit you guys ever seen at a convention? You ever seen any brawls or cosplay orgies? Very curious. Funny you should ask about that. There's recently a uh, a Facebook post that came up that has been brought to my attention. I want to read it for y'all. <clears throat> it brings me no great pleasure to address such a touchy subject. But we've decided that it's best that someone bring it to the public attention now. If you or someone you know was involved in the orgy on floor 14, please, please, please go to your local health clinic or Planned Parenthood to get checked out. One of the parties involved in our activities was seen posting on his Tumblr, making disgusting, horrible joke of poking holes in his condoms. As of Sunday, he's been reported to the proper authorities, and the situation and information is out of our hands until further investigation. We are truly sorry if this is displeasing news. This isn't to be shared to ruin the memories that were made this weekend. If you have any questions, please feel free to message me directly. We'll try to answer any questions you may have to the best of our ability. Morty's wiling out, man. Yeah, jeez. That... Speaking of orgies on some real shit, I, although I haven't attended one, I was certainly invited to one. Yeah. And I don't know, are we, were, I don't know if we were invited by the same person. Was this the same person and or time as, um, when there was all those, the, the, the glass bottles things going on and like whips were happening yeah 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 okay yeah, yeah. you were invited to that as well uh i i actually was not invited i did hear about it though did you did you see the snaps no <laughs> so that's how i knew about it because 
look, this dude, this dude hit me up on Snapchat and was just like, Denzel, come through. And I was just like, nah, fam, nah. (laughs) And he started sending me pictures and videos. And you know those like back massagers with the bulb on them that are really obviously like sex toys, but they're massagers. Mm. Uh, So he sends me a snap of he's just holding one under a girl. And he does like the dramatic zoom out to reveal that it's some woman. And I'm like, no, Dog. no. <laughs> and then, and then he goes, he's like, he goes to the bathroom or whatever. And the bathtub is filled with, I assume milk bath or whatever. And he's like, got some girl and she's holding her titties up or whatever. And it's a completely different woman from who was in the previous shot. Cool. And then like zooms out, does the dramatic zoom out again. <laughs> And I'm like, oh fuck, God maybe I, maybe I should go. No. And then, go ahead. No, no, no. You finish. You finish. And then he just takes the camera around the party, and he's like screaming into the camera, and it's going. It's past at this point. It's definitely going out to other people. But there's like a couple having sex in the background. God damn. And I was just like, there's no way I want to go to this. That's fucking weird. The craziest part about this is this guy who's sending me this stuff is fully clothed. Nice. He's just wearing a suit. Just pimping out this party? Yeah. He was just like, oh my God, this is so lit. And I'm like, dog, like why? I don't want to go to that. I mean, that some people, that's what they do. Like they go to orgies just to watch. Yeah. Like that's, they don't participate. They you're voyeuristic and yeah that's what you, that's what you like to let you cook and i understand that i understand that i do enjoy watching people i've never actually watched other people have sex live like only pornography i've mm-hmm. never actually watched other people have sex i think it would be weird it does seem strange yeah and it's so he he invites me to this thing and I just don't respond because it's the reason is twofold. One, I'm not particularly attracted to any of these people in this room. Happens. And two, like oh god, because it's an anime community, some people some people are fucking wilding, right? Yeah. And they don't understand boundaries. So yeah. if you show up at an orgy and you're getting down, somebody's probably going to try to get down on you. And yeah. it may not be the sex of your choice. Yeah. And Look, I'm I'm wholly 110% not interested in men. It's the way of the world, man. Also, thirdly, I don't know any of those fucking people other than the guy taking the video. I don't know how that would make me feel. Like, if I knew people there, would that make me feel better? The answer, for me at least, is no. Because even even if I did know the people there, one, you have to see these people again. Yeah. And two... You, although it's not a guarantee, you would have an idea of who's got an STD and who doesn't. Yeah. And with a bunch of strangers, and in the case that we just heard, they want you to go get tested. Yeah. So, I mean, granted, you should be getting tested regularly when you're having sex regularly with multiple partners. Yeah, especially if if you've got multiple partners or... And you're beating it raw. Yeah. And you're just... Hey, I can't blame you. Not I'm saying shit. No, no, I'm saying shit, shit, dog. And look, if orgies are your thing, that's cool. I think maybe, maybe in a year, two years, I'll give it another thought and see, <laughs> see if I'm interested in going to an orgy with a bunch of strangers. Could but the cool. thing that I'm literally most worried about 
the two things that I'm most worried about is are getting an incurable disease such as a child <laughs> and maybe contracting herpes or HIV. Yeah, that both either of those would suck. Yeah. yeah. And even even if you're using a condom, like even in that little post, bring your own condoms, BYOC, dog. Yeah. N- don't trust nobody. Nah. nah nobody. No you fucking kidding if me? If you're going to an orgy, like, look, even if it's spur of the moment, find some condoms that are new. Yes. <laughs> find yourself some new condoms. Just go. go down to the gas station. Go get that ass a 40 yeah. Oh my God. Could you imagine going to an orgy just drinking a forty and your, fucking your beaten cheeks while pounding King Cobra? Come on. Wearing a pair of Tims in your New York fit. Hell yeah. Dead ass, fam. Dead ass. Be- Smoking a Newport. <laughs> well, see now, now you, you can't smoke indoors. Now you're just getting ridiculous. Um. Yeah, that's true. But I do have a, a, a sort of story that actually did happen to me. Uh. At a con, we were looking for a party. It was day zero of the con, so basically it was the day before the convention started. But most people get there ahead of time, just so you know you're not arriving the day of. But on day zero, usually there's not as many parties going on because people are still getting settled in. So we were looking for this party. It was me and uh, one other girl, and we ended up finding one of my friends. It was his 21st birthday and his crowd to me is a little bit weird. So I walked in and saw him on his bed nude. There's a lot of people in this room. It's basically standing room only. Your man's was getting a hand job on the bed. I had no idea this was happening when I went into the room. Like, you couldn't see him because there were so many people in. And I, when I got, like, further into the room, I, I, I see dude basically passed out getting a hand job. And when he uh, he looks up, makes eye contact with me. The worst part about this, <laughs> I know this kid from here, not from conventions. Oh, I knew this guy outside of conventions. So he, like makes eye contact with me and now he becomes aware of his surroundings and he's like oh shit i'm getting a hand job on a bed in the middle of all these people lit oh my god it was it was weird for everyone then yeah and uh so i did not stay long because that shit was weird and um i heard it got even more ratchet after we left oh, like shit there was a dick measuring contest no None of that. See, this is the problem that I have with fucking anime conventions, dog. They take it too far. It's too much. It's like, yo, like, fucking stop. Fucking stop. Like, I, I, I will say. Just do normal people things, like have sex. Yeah, just start an orgy that nobody wants to attend. Might as well just fuck at that point. You're right. Yeah. No, I will say that, like, overly sexual parties can be fun, but time and place... Time, place, and people. Yeah. Personally, and I've said something along the lines of this before, if it involves sex, if it's if it's me and there's more than one other party, then I don't want to know either of them. <laughs> they are I, right. I, 
I would rather participate in an orgy than a threesome because that way I can leave when I get ready to. That is fair. Because the other the other two people are going to know once you're gone. Well, yeah. But if you're at an orgy, nobody's going to know. Just in and out of the pile. Just yeah. a writhing mass of bodies. Yeah. There's, it's real dangerous, man. Because people are just irresponsible doing irresponsible shit. Anyway, anyway. At least in my personal experience at conventions, I leave when stuff starts turning into uh, into something that I don't want to see. Yeah, and it's good of you to recognize where your line is. Because some yeah. people will just stay because it's like, oh, well, my friend's still here and I don't know, I don't really have anywhere to go. Yeah. And they just stay and they make everyone uncomfortable. No, if, if I say if you're going to be there, go for it, participate, enjoy yourself. If you don't want to be there, then leave. Uh, craziest thing that I've seen at a convention, it wasn't this year, but last year's ALA. A bunch of people, it was the first time the convention was held there, and a bunch of people decided to turn the fuck up in the lobby. It was fun. It was fucking sick. <laughs> Every There were just open containers everywhere. People had handles of liquor, a bunch of beer and shit. And there were a couple DJs who were staying in the hotel. So they brought their little mini booth out with a set of speakers. And they were playing tunes, bruv, all fucking night. And I was just like, yo, this is sick. And they didn't call the cops or anything, did they? Nah, nah. They, the hotel staff eventually, uh, they were freaking out at some point. Yeah. And one of our friends had to talk them down from calling the police. But they got everybody to leave the lobby eventually. Mission it accomplished. Was fucking sick it was a good time yeah oh god this year did not match that kind of thankfully so but it was also a turn up in the lobby yeah definitely i uh yeah 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 that's uh, enough well, on anyway. that one. <laughs> yeah for sure for sure a longer than usual episode i want to thank you for listening at home and if you're listening on iTunes, like about a, a thousand people have of all of our shows combined. I don't oh, know I the exact number per episode. But if you're listening to us on iTunes, like the 16 other people, if you could, could you just leave us a positive review of five stars? Anything else is negative. We appreciate the support. We love you. We love you. We love you. Please give us feedback in whatever means possible. If it's that's on SoundCloud, you're emailing us, voicemails subreddit whatever you want you can add us on twitter yeah you know just let us know we'll uh we appreciate what you got to say yeah definitely and so with that we move to close the show you can follow us on twitter at <laughs> x real nerd hours i am at that denzel and i'm at Bushido Brown SD. Excellent. If you want, you can give us a call at 413 Savage 1. Savage. You can join us on the subreddit at reddit.com slash r slash real nerd hours. You can shoot us an email at askrnh at gmail.com. I actually have an email that I didn't read. Sorry, Ryan. We'll get to that next week. Haha, <laughs> I'm the backburner, you go. Oh, I'm sorry, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and. Yeah, man. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Y'all have a good night.